Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 11th day of February, and this the year of our Lord, 2022. And today I'll be talking about the Canadian truckers' protest, specifically from the standpoint of how the leadership of Canada reacts to people who disagree with them. I realize I'm late to this party, but I still would like to put in my two cents worth on the topic, the Castle Report was off the air last Friday because of Joan's illness, so I appreciate all the prayers and the well wishes you sent my way. She's doing much better now that she is two weeks into the COVID symptoms. Basically, she's just very tired, but she hopes to return to work next Monday. After 44 years of marriage, I'm grateful for the old girl, so I guess I should try to take care of her for all she's meant to my life. You probably all know the story of the Canadian truckers, by now, I'm sure you've seen the videos, just like I have, thousands of trucks lining the highway in Canada for 50 miles, all rolling into the capital city of Ottawa. The truckers decided to protest vaccine mandates that were affecting their ability to work and feed their families. The mandates also imposed by the U.S. government, not just the Canadian government. The difference is that the U.S. mandates imposed by the Biden administration restricted all Canadians from crossing into the U.S. without vaccination and the Canadian mandate restricted their ability to work at all. To recap what happened, and it's still happening, tens of thousands of truckers, tens of thousands of trucks would be a better way to put it, from all across Canada. In the dead of a Canadian winter, stopped their work, formed into a convoy, and headed to Ottawa, the capital city of that country. These men and women are just common people like you and me. They're not at all like the gilded ruling elite that claims Prime Minister Justin Trudeau among its members. If you wonder what a common man is, what is a common man? Go to the Castle Report Index, scroll down to June 19, 2020, and listen to my Castle Report entitled Century of the Common Man. Did Prime Minister Trudeau talk to the truckers? Provide them food, water, fuel, or even mention that they were deserving of any respect at all? No, he did none of those things. What he did do was refuse to meet with them at all. He said they were an insult to memory and to truth. He was apparently so confident that tyranny had completely displaced truth in Canada, and he was therefore free to libel and defame any Canadian with different views. He said that unvaccinated Canadians were, quote, extremists misogynist and racist, end quote. He apparently thought that he could continue defaming anyone he disagreed with as the truckers began their convoy. They were just a small fringe minority, he said, who hold unacceptable views. Does that term make your blood boil like it does mine? I'm sure it did the truckers. <clears throat> They're still in Ottawa. They say they'll be there for the duration. The Ottawa police have basically declared them to be terrorists and have stolen, oh, I mean confiscated, their property. Friendly people try to supply them with food and have set up a community kitchen. The police take their fuel whenever they can get their hands on it. They arrest innocent citizens doing nothing but watching to support the truckers standing by to voice their support. What of the prime minister? Well, he disappeared since making his opening statement. I guess he's hiding in his safe house so he won't be forced to actually speak to the real Canadians. He won't be triggered by their words. He knows that freedom can triumph over tyranny if enough people demand it. 
as Ron Paul used to say, no army can stop an idea whose time has come. Even Elon Musk jumped into the debate when he tweeted, quote, it would appear that the so-called fringe minority is actually the government, end quote. These events are an indication that the mandates are not about health or safety at all, but instead they're about control. You will obey me. You will obey me, our elite rulers tell us. Obey or suffer the consequences. Well, these truckers have decided to suffer the consequences rather than surrender like cheap in their passivity. So, who is this man, Justin Trudeau? What are his qualifications to hold the office of Prime Minister of Canada? Other than the fact that he was elected by a majority of Canadian voters, he has only one qualification, and that is he is the son of former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Pierre was of military age during World War II, but declined to serve. He built his fortune and his political career at home while Canadians were dying on the battlefields of Europe, Pierre was apparently a devout communist, never met or even heard of a murderous dictator he didn't love. He went to the Soviet Union to participate in the great achievements of Joseph Stalin. He wrote glowing praise of Mao's regime in China. He had a friendship relationship with Castro and visited with him in Cuba. Some of the praise he heaped on Stalin was about new Russian cities built from the rubble of the Great War, but he never mentioned, perhaps he didn't know, about the many thousands of slave laborers who died building those cities. Justin, at least to me, seems to have nothing to recommend him to Canadians except he follows in his father's communist footsteps. What, I wonder, is his own merit? His own achievement, he has no scholarly achievement, no publications to his name, no business experience, but he is an accepted legacy member of the global ruling elite and therefore protected, for example. As a young man, he often appeared in blackface and sang the Harry Belafonte classic, the Banana Boat Song. He now says he considers that racist, but no resignation, no groveling apology. He's also free to call the truckers racist because... One truck once apparently flew a Confederate flag back to the present, folks. And the truckers who have had just about enough of Justin Trudeau. When the working people of Canada came to the end of their rope, when they take to the streets in peaceful, even respectful protests, the prime minister of a once great nation smears them with lies. The police threaten them with false arrest and steal their property. The police in Ottawa would most likely arrest them except for the fear of public outrage. The people of Canada seem overwhelmingly in support of the truckers. It was reported that when a police order went out to tow the trucks away, not a single towing company in Canada would do it. And the police have no such tow trucks. The truckers, to me, are today's version of the ship workers of Gdansk, Poland in 1980, come to think of it. That explains Pierre Trudeau's disdain for Poland, especially the Solidarity Movement. He chose the Soviet communists over the Poles who were risking their lives for freedom. This is also reminiscent of Gandhi's popular uprising that drove the British Army out of India. The truckers are conducting a peaceful protest and work stoppage just as Gandhi did in India. In a famous quote from Gandhi, when the commanding general of the British Army asked him, Quote, surely, Mr. Gandhi, you don't expect us to just march out of India. Gandhi replied, yes, that's exactly what I expect, and you will march out too. 
because 150,000 British cannot control 350 million Indians without their consent. You shall not have their consent, folks. I can take a lesson from that today. Today, we see a similar pattern, but in some ways, a reverse pattern. Instead of popular uprisings around the world against the global ruling elite, as the common people tried to accomplish with Trump but failed, we see a gilded, aristocratic elite conspiring to put down populist uprisings around the world and, in effect, enact a coup against the common people by using an engineered COVID panic as an excuse to put down resistance and tell us all, you will obey us. The West has been moving in that direction for many years with the people voting but otherwise passive like sheep. They count on change at the ballot box, but change avoids them. The process well underway already was greatly aided by the so-called COVID pandemic, but despite that, this time around, the people of the world are coming forward to support the truckers' politicians in the U.S. and other Western nations make speeches, hit social media in support of them. For our Catholic friends, Archbishop Carlo Mario Vigano wrote a powerful letter in support of them. Vigano, as you probably know, is persona non grata among the Catholic elite because he disagreed with the Pope on the subject of pedophile priests. Let me quote briefly from, his, from the Archbishop's letter. Quote, Your protest, dear Canadian truck driver friends, joins a worldwide chorus that wants to oppose the establishment of the new world order on the rubble of nation states. Through the Great Reset, desired by the World Economic Forum and by the United Nations under the name of Agenda 2030, and we know that many heads of government have participated in Klaus Schwab's School for Young Leaders, the so-called Global Leaders for Tomorrow, beginning with Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron, Jacinta Ardern, and Boris Johnson. Before that, Angela Merkel and Nicholas Sarkozy and Tony Blair, for, end quote. For this report, I'm more interested in the views of the non-elite than the elite, the non-elite, those people who work to feed their families, who get their clothes dirty in their work. What do they think? What, who do they support? Do they support the junior communist prime minister? Or could they possibly hold unacceptable views similar to the truckers? Go fund me recorded $10 million in gifts to the truckers from the non-elite across the world. GoFundMe was so concerned about the unacceptable views of the recipients, they tried to steal the money. International outrage forced them to return the money to the donors. They would not give it to the truckers. Another site whose name escapes me right now said that it would be glad to accept donations for the truckers and so far has raised in excess of $4 million. That money will buy a lot of fuel, a lot of food. It will allow the truckers to stay in Ottawa for a while. Canadian officials are not excited about the donations from working people across the globe going to their enemies, responding to the voices of support like Donald Trump and Republican politicians. Canada's safety minister, Marco Mendocino, said, we're Canadian. We have our own set of laws. We will follow them. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, tweeted that their states would investigate GoFundMe after that platform refused to give the truckers their money. I suppose the truckers' views were unacceptable, 
and that justified an elite company's theft, or at least breach of trust, breach of contract, the Canadian safety minister explained to the rude Americans that Canada had its own laws. They should basically just shut up and mind their own business. In conclusion, folks, any justification for the vaccine mandates is passed as more and more nations, provinces, states abandon them. For Trudeau to abandon them would be an embarrassing loss of face and of control and would bruise his fragile ego. The ruling elite are parasitic. They produce nothing. They add no value. They will permit no dialogue because they hate and fear the dialogue that liberates, perhaps worse for the rest of us is that those around the rulers, whether prime minister, president, or dictator, know what the ruler wants and how he sees the rest of us, and so they find a way to make all the information that comes his way reflect those views. If he wants a lockdown, even though it makes no sense and is in fact harmful, he, his revered doctors and scientists will spin information to make his idea look good. Finally, folks. Is this the start of a worldwide movement where we will see trucker convoys across the world and the tyrannical elite eventually forced from power or at least concede some freedom to the non-elite? I pray that it is so. I also pray that the God who delivered David from the paw of the lion, the paw of the bear, will deliver these truckers from the paw of the tyrannical Philistine ruler who has such a monopoly on the only acceptable views in Canada. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.